Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. And uh, at least it stopped raining in Midtown. What's up, everybody? Mark Aram and the Bananas with a shortened Mark Aram show tonight. Uh, We're going to make way at 7 for the uh, return of the Kirby Smart Show, the coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. And then 8 to 9, it's Hondo and the Bulldog All-Stars. So that's how you know college football has arrived. You get Coach Smart, you get Hondo, you get the Bulldog All-Stars, and you get us for one hour. I'm not complaining. Right, Chuck, I don't think is going to complain. Longoria, no. you got to be here no matter what, right? So, yeah, till yeah. nine. No. <laughs> Deborah Thanks. Green is not going to complain. <laughs> Thanks. So, so we got. Thanks for bringing that. <laughs> no up. problem. No problem, Longo. You get that extra hour. Uh, anyway, well, we got a short show. We're going to try to squeeze in as much as we can. Uh, the unemployment rates have dropped, which is good, but business closures have ri- risen, which is bad. Papa John's might be using Atlanta for their headquarters. We'll talk about that. But let's start off. Uh, we do uh, this show every Thursday with Would You Rather, but not. With little Sanjay. It's time now time for Would You Rather with little Sanjay. He's the guru, the uh, truth seeker, the soothsayer, the ask over and answerable questions. He usually joins us every Tuesday and Thursday, but first world problem Sanjay's got bad cell reception at his mountain mansion in North oh, Carolina. I know, man. I know. First world problem. Feel bad for Sanjay. <laughs> uh, so he's out, but our girl came in in the clutch. She's the best. You know her from Millennial Match Game and uh, uh, assorted hookah bars around Metro Atlanta. It's <laughs> it's Randy from the Digital Desk. How are you, Randy? I am good, Mark, sir. Hey, everybody. Good to have you. Thank you for doing this. Randy, by the way, has filled in for Sanjay before, so she knows the drill. She's going to ask us unanswerable questions, and uh, we're going to answer them here in studio. I want you to play along in your car. Helps take away the stress of traffic. What is the first question tonight, Randy? All right, the first question, pretty light. Okay, so would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses <laughs> or one horse-sized duck? <sighs> Sounds familiar. Um, I'm going to fight 100 duck-sized horses. I, I, I've gone through this before. I'll just punt them. Like, I can kick them. A, a, a duck the size of a horse could do damage to me. Plus, can du- ducks can bill. fly, too, right? Yeah. So he can aerial bomb me. Uh, that's one of the men- ducks, one of the many animals that Chuck can't kill with a gun. Uh, so many. So many animals. Well, that one is a little tougher, I would imagine, than the deer and, and the wild boar that you can't shoot. Uh, so I'm going to go with 100 duck-sized horses. Deborah Green. I still feel like all those horses could trample you somehow. It's a lot like, of horses. It is a lot of horses. It even, is a lot of horses. Even that small. I think but they don't have hands. Like they can't like. No, they got four legs. Yeah, but what do they get? They get a little kick have you. Have you ever fallen off a horse? Have you ever been kicked by a horse? Yeah, but a real horse, not a big like. Not a little one. A hundred of them though. What about a hundred little Alex Williams kicking you? Would you feel that? Probably just not. Be a yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a little guy, so I think. I think I'll go with the giant duck. You're going with the. Uh, I don't know, Chuck. I mean, part of me wants to take on the giant duck just to cook it. <laughs> but, That'd be delicious. Uh, yeah, it would. Uh, but I'd have way more success with the Peking duck-sized horses. duck for 90. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Longoria. Yeah, you could ride the duck, the one horse duck, size duck. You're going to ride him? Yeah. You can get around the backside, yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah. see that video the other day? It went viral. I don't know where. It was like from Kazakhstan or something. This guy jumped on the back of an ostrich and was riding it around. <laughs> 
And then he jumped off, and the ostrich, like, booked at him, like, took off. It was freaking hilarious. All right, now, next question, Randy. Interesting start. Okay, so would you guys rather use eye drops made out of vinegar or toilet paper made from sandpaper? Oh, that's a visual right there. Lord, Randy. You know, I didn't use eye drops at all for the first time until, like, three years ago. And I went to uh, the optometrist. I don't know if you guys remember this. I was having issues with my vision. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember you talking about it. And an eye doctor called and said, hey, come see me right away. Mm -hmm. And I went to the eye doctor, and they had to numb my eyes for the test or whatever. That was the first time I've ever had eye drops in my eye. Ever. Even back in the day? Yeah, never. You had eye tests when you were a kid? Yeah, but they never put drops in it. Like, he had to numb my a eye for this test. dilation test? You never did that? They wow. never, I've wow. never. So, like, that was a whole freaky experience for me. Um, vinegar, so, though. Yeesh. So, all all the time or one time, Randy? All the time I got to use the vinegar and the sandpaper or one time? Every time. Damn. Well, I never do the eye drops, so I'm going to go with the vinegar eye drops because I went 43 years without using them, so <laughs> that's what I'm going to pick. I had eye surgery, so I got to use eye drops pretty regularly. Yeah. Um, but I will turn the... Sandpaper to the other side and use that. Oh, look oh at you, gosh. MacGyver. Is this balsamic vinegar, Chuck wants to know, Randy? Or what kind of- <laughs> Listen, I don't have all that, okay? All right, Chuck. I feel like even with vinegar drops, I could kind of blink it away. It would be annoying, but yeah. it wouldn't last forever. Gotcha. There isn't enough sandpaper in the world to yeah. do the job I need it to do. <laughs> so I'll go with the vinegar eye drops. Uh, I'll go with the vinegar eye drops. All right, you'll go with the... Yeah, I just... I don't, I might, hopefully, knock on wood, I'll never have to use eye drops again. Yeah. Like it was a one time thing. Longoria. Yeah, I think I'm going to go vinegar eye drops. I think you get, do more damage with those. With yeah, the yeah, sandpaper. Definitely. Yeah, with the sandpaper. Yeah. Can you, at, Randy, after the sandpaper, can I use those uh, flushable wipes? <laughs> the wet wipes? Um, sure. All right. There you go, Longoria. <laughs> no, you can use those cover up. I'll still have to use eye drops. Uh, would you rather continue with Randy from the digital desk? What is the next question there, Randy? All right, guys. So, would you rather. Begin every sentence with, hey, idiot, or end every sentence with, I was just kidding. Oh, I think, hey, idiot would be much more fun. Much more fun. (laughs) Like, I had a a Zoom meeting today with all the big TV bosses, and if I had to chime in every time, be like, hey, idiot, that would have been hilarious. I'd be fired, but that would be hilarious. And what is the other one? Just kidding? Ha, ha, I was just kidding. So I did, like, at the end of the meeting today, oh, I think we should use this for the map. Ha, 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 just Just kidding. kidding. Yeah, that would get annoying. I'm going to go, hey, idiot. I think that's funnier. <laughs> hey, idiot. Every time you see somebody? Yeah. You get pulled over by a co- uh, an officer. Can I have your license registration? <laughs> hey, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in the in the cuffs right away. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll go with, hey, idiot. Yeah. Just in case I was serious. I don't want think people to think I'm joking at the end. All right. Hey, idiot. <laughs> I'm thinking that most of the time anyway, so just verbalizing it. Ver- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make it, uh, okay. Yeah, I'll go, go hey, official. idiot. That just sounds more fun. The only time I would stink is like if I was like at the checkout line at Publix. Oh, sure. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite checkout people are there. I'd be like, oh, have a great day. Hey, idiot. You know, <laughs> I'd become a mute. People. I'd have to become a mute with people that I didn't want to offend, right? So, um, I don't know, them. Maya's dad. Like, I would just not talk around him. I'd be like, oh, you know, in the throat, <laughs> you know, something like that. I don't want to call my father-in-law an idiot now. That's a great question, though, uh, Randy. Uh, save that one for Sanjay. Send that to Sanjay so he knows what we're doing here. Uh, what's the next question, Rand? Okay, the next one, you guys may have said this one, but I think it's so funny. I love it. Okay, so if you're in a crowded room, would you rather fart loudly and everyone laughs at you 
or be the only one laughing obnoxiously when someone else farts? Uh, we're going to say pass gas. We're going to we're going to oh. change it to pass gas because we're a classy show here. That might sure that might fly are. nine to noon, but no, we're we're a classy organ- <laughs> organization. Um, I'm kidding, of course. Um, I, I I find flatulence hilarious anyway, so I want a guy. I'll be the guy that laughs hysterically. I'll totally do that. Yeah, I have no problem laughing at somebody. Yeah, if that one person, that's fine. Yeah, I'll be absolutely. that one person. Yeah, yep. that's fine. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy getting laughed yeah. at. I'd much rather laugh maniacally at somebody else. Yeah, I'll laugh at somebody else. Did you see uh, on the on the uh, subject of flatulence? Apparently, the president um, passed gas during one of the press conferences. Oh, the other did day. he? Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty great. I Is think it noticeable, like really noticeable. I, well, I didn't watch the press conference live, but when I saw the clip on Twitter, it was you know it was noticeable. Yeah, like you heard the sound, and he did the little the cheek, the little cheek <laughs> yeah. lift, and people were like. People were like, people were like, oh, how you know, how dare you, Bob? That's the president. I'm like, that like humanizes him to me, you know, like sure. more than anything. It's like I think we've all been there, right? Like we've all been in a situation. We don't have microphones recording everything, everything that goes on. Doing... But I mean, it happens. What are you gonna do? It's not a bad thing. I it, think it, you know. Oh, a billionaire does it. Okay, all right. It's fine if I do it's it. Fine. It's fine if Longoria hot boxes Leslie tonight. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone does it. Uh, next question. Little Randy. All righty. So this is uh, for the rodeo folks. Would you rather be a clown who distracts the bull or the cowboy who rides the bull? Say bull again. I love the way you say bull. that. <laughs> bull. Um, I've seen both of them get messed up severely. I'm going to defer yeah. to the Montana kid first. Probably the only one of the four of us that's been to a rodeo. You answer that one first, Chuck. You're much less likely to get hurt being the clown yeah. than you are riding one. So I, I would much rather be the clown. You'd be the, So that's the, the safer choice? Yeah, I'd much rather be the clown. Yeah, that makes sense. But I've yeah. seen those clowns get oh, they gorged, have, too. they have. But if you just want to, just based on percentages, you're much less likely to It's get more it. embarrassing. You're not getting any ladies being the clown, though, no, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Like, no. I had to dress up as a clown when I worked at the bowling alley in college. That was, I was not getting it. If you're using it to get digits, ride the bull. If you don't need them, (laughs) be the clown. All right, so I'll I'll be the clown. Deborah Green, you've got a little feisty streak in you. I I think with my gymnastic skills, being the clown would be easier. (laughs) Yeah. I have been to a rodeo, thank you. Okay. I'm sure Andrew has too. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I'm the only one in Texas. I work rodeo. My bad. Sorry. Sorry, rodeo folks. I I like looking at the cowboys, but (laughs) I'll be the clown. All right. Really? I I would think you worked on a farm, you lived on a farm, You you would have experience riding. Big things. Big things. <laughs> Tractors, not okay. horses. Gotcha, gotcha. Longo, sorry to... Uh... Yeah, I'll be the clown. Yeah. I think you're less likely to get hurt there. I think... Never mind. I was going to say something <laughs> yeah. really... Yeah. yeah. Just be quiet. All right, there you go. Randy, <laughs> great job filling in for Thank Sanjay. You, Randy. Randy, uh, go ahead yes. and uh, promote your podcast while you're on the air, buddy. Okay, well, first of all, my birthday is Saturday, so guys, thanks in advance. Um, Then number two, yes, listen to me on Black Educated and Broke, as well as the Power Pod. Randy is the best. Thanks for filling in for Sanjay Rand. Anytime, sunshine. All right, we'll be right back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Unemployment numbers released earlier this morning. Uh, Another 860,000 people filed for first-time unemployment benefits last week. A slight decline from the previous week amid a 
sluggish recovery in the labor market. Uh, the number of continuing claims, which represents people filing for ongoing benefits, fell by almost a million, though, to 12.6 million. So kind of good uh, numbers there. Uh, here's what I what I want to talk about when we come back. And I, I think this is we all realize this, but we haven't really thought about it or maybe just I haven't. The whole COVID experience is all we, we all view it through our own eyes. Right. So for the four of us, we have not been laid off. We did not lose our jobs. We have not caught the COVID. So while it's been an inconvenience, like it's been manageable. Right. I mean, there there have been some struggles, for, mostly for me, food, restaurants, for you guys, for Longoria, it's the homeschooling of the oh, kids. Yeah, yeah. For Chuck, he had a baby in the middle of a pandemic. Deborah Green just rolls with the punches. She's, I'm here all the time. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't matter. But, I mean, if you have, have lost your job or been laid off or have caught COVID or know someone close to you, that, like, this has been... Like, this has been an annoying six months for us, but it's been a miserable six months for others. And I, I think those of us that have been fortunate enough to not lose our jobs or get the uh, the Rona, we forget that how many other people out there are struggling. So I just want to dive a little deeper in that when we come back. Your thoughts as well, of course. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. News, weather, traffic. Next, this is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Louis Anderson. And you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Nice dramatic pause there, Chandler. What was that all about? Was that your 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 signature sign off? You're done. You're out of the building. Atlanta's news, weather, and traffic, or whatever he said. Atlanta's news and talk. I'm Chris Chandler. I need a, I need something like that. Like a little gimmick. You have an outro, don't you? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, remember that horrible thing you used to say, preach? Remember that? I still that do. Oh, why do you have to start? Don't remind him. <laughs> it took us you five had years, that. It took us five years to get off that. All right, let me get let me get back on track here. Uh, before the news told you about the good jobs news, uh, the jobless first-time unemployment uh, claims went down to 860,000 people last week. That's the good news. The bad news is, this is according to Yelp, so not like a government agency, but you guys use Yelp? My wife does. She tells me where to go. It's like it's pretty handy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yelp, according to Yelp, again, this is not a government stat. This is not Jamie Dupree telling you this. This is Yelp. Okay. Yelp. Well, this is usually on the internet, though. Companies usually update their Yelp, so it might come directly from the company. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, I put some validity in this number. You may not because it's from a company called Yelp. Like the, the sound your dog makes when you accidentally step on his tail. That's that's how they named their company. Uh, according to Yelp, more than 163,000 businesses have closed for good since March. That sounds wow. Low to, that actually sounds low to me. You think? Yeah. 163,000, Nationwide. Chuck. Nationwide from March 1st to August, August 31st. Of those businesses, 60% have indicated they've shut down permanently. Temporary and permanent business closures listed on the site have shot up 23% since early July. Are 95% of those restaurants? 3,500 bars, 32,000 eateries, um, and retailers, uh, number 17,000. Oh, okay. That's a lot of jobs. And, and yeah. that, that piggybacks on what I'm saying. Like, if you have not been impacted economically by the, the coronavirus or medically by the coronavirus this has been just more annoying than anything right we got to wear a mask now you can't go out to dinner you can't go to your bar it's been an annoying six months but it hasn't been just a smack you in the belly kind of six months 
And I think it just the matters where you are. If you're lucky like the four of us, you have to keep that in mind. Like, we are more annoyed with the, the COVID, but there are people that are at risk of losing their homes. Um, where are they going to get their next meal from? Like, wh- uh, they might still be in the hospital. They might have lost their parents to this. So I just, I don't know, just be a little more empathetic to people. Like, because I can't go to Golden Corral anymore, right? That's the biggest thing for me. <laughs> I should have yeah. more empathy to someone that has been yeah, out of out of obviously. work for six right. months. People that work at the Corral. Oh, exactly right. Thank you. Bless those people that work at the Corral. Carl joins us in Kennesaw. What's going on, Carl? Not a whole lot. How are you, sir? Hanging in, brother. What's cooking? Well, first I want to say congratulations. Thank you, my friend. Preach, I should say. Preach. I pray you the absolute best. <laughs> but uh, talking about uh, what's happened since Corona has started, um, I got laid off at the end of May. Had a new job starting the following Monday. Wow, good job. That weekend, in between jobs, broke up with my girlfriend, moved out three weeks later. What was the uh, was the, the coronavirus an excuse to break up with your gal, or what was what was the cause there? Oh no, she slapped me. Oh, all right, that'll do it. <laughs> that that'll end a relationship quick. Uh, yeah, very. So new job, n- new girl. Are you are you happy now? Like, uh, how's life in general? I'm happier. Okay. <laughs> I can't say I'm happy. All right, that's fair I'm enough. Definitely better off than I was. I'm making more money. I'm keeping more of my money. And I have a lot less stress. That's good. Well, stress is a thing, too. Again, I, I, I am not going to complain about I had to postpone my wedding, the the, the big wedding we are going to have. I still got married. It was a small affair. It was great. I, I'm not going to complain about that. I'm not because how the COVID has impacted me is nothing compared to the way it's impacted a lot of folks out there. Um, Russ in Gainesville, Russ, for one. Come here a minute. I want to talk to you. How are you, Russ? What's going on, buddy? Hey, Mark. Yeah, you know, it just irritates me. It hasn't really affected me too bad. I mean, my business, I shut it down. I plan on reopening it after the election. No but, matter who wins, you're you're reopening after the election. I'm going to open back up. You know, I have a window cleaning business. It's commercial. Yeah. So it has affected me a little bit because, you know, a lot of businesses, they, they don't have any extra money right Let's now, focus but, on your expertise. Forget about the window washing. Has okay. the COVID positively or negatively impacted your dating life? Uh, you know, um, no, it hasn't really affected it. Um, so zero fact, impact. I, it seems like it's better. All right. So because it's a- now there's nothing to do and all these girls are bored. Oh, yeah, boredom. And you have so, a house and they have no place to stay. Yeah, you've got you've got warm, uh, warm beefaroni. you got a roof over your head. you got TV now. <laughs> So you're a, you're like you're a warm port in a storm for these uh, these COVID yeah, I've gals. Got girls, I've got several girls that actually want to move in here with me, but I, I don't know. You know, it's that's a commitment. Once you Russ. do that, you might not be able to get rid of them. Yeah, it was different when you were in a hotel, but you know, now that you've got a permanent address, you you don't want these stragglers coming in and moving in with you. Yeah, I'll tell you what, too. Um, I watched on TV these poor people in Atlanta. A couple of people got killed by trees. Yeah, and I've got a bunch of great big trees leaning toward this house. I was looking at that earlier. <laughs> so uh, let me give you a plug, yeah, Russ. A tree company. Heath Tree huh? Service. Heath Tree Service. My buddy Jimmy will take care of you at Heath Tree Service. Great organization. Trust them. Trust them with your gals. 
up in Gainesville. Uh, we'll come back. Final segment. It's a short show. The Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. That's not the catchphrase I was looking for. Would you rather fight one Johnny Kilbasa-sized Alec Williams or a hundred duck-sized Alex Williams? Ooh. Anybody? I'll stay with the little Alex little Williams. Al- <laughs> Even littler ones. A hundred little Alex Williams. Uh, Jim is in Sugar Hill, baby, Sugar Hill. Welcome to the show, Jim. How are you, sir? Hey. How are you, Mark? Hey, I love the show, and congratulations. Thank you, my friend. You definitely outkicked your coverage. Yeah, on right? She is gorgeous. <laughs> Thank man. you, buddy. Hey, so I worked worked with an ED for a small company that did uh, internet access for trade shows. Trade shows. Mm-hmm. So trade shows are no not, more. <laughs> they are no more. I, I was and, supposed yeah. to go to actually uh, three trade shows that I was scheduled to go to have been canceled. One, well, Deb gives me this look. Is it baseball? Card? One was okay. a baseball. Now, card. Was, one was, was baseball. Trying card to related. think of like what kind of trade show would he go to? That's all. But then I realized yeah, NAB. Baseball. I was supposed to go to NAB this year because simply because it's in Vegas and uh, yeah, baseball card shows. Yeah, as soon as the uh, decided to go virtual, that was it. Everything, everything else closed down. Company tried to stay. You know, try to keep us around, but at the end, man, they just had to say, you know, we'll close the doors and, and keep a skeleton crew until things come back, and then hopefully we'll be able to hire you all back. Of course, we're all going to have other jobs. Sure, sure. I am optimistic, hopefully. though, by—I'm not going to give you a date, but I would say by the middle of next year, I think things will be as normal as they can be. I'm, I'm wildly optimistic. Jim, I'm sorry for your uh, troubles, but hang on the line. I'm going to give you the prize pack— uh, you win a one-car pass for the Yacht Rock Review at Ameris Bank Amphitheater's Lot A on October 24th. That's a really valuable prize. You can have up to four people in the car, right, Deborah Green? Yep, it's good for four people. Four Alex Williams or 100 duck-sized Alex Williams. So hang on the line, Jim. I'm sorry you lost your gig, but at least you can go see Yacht Rock. They're pretty awesome. Uh, here, Longoria, I'm going to talk to you about this story. Okay. You're a big Papa John's fan, right? Papa uh, sure, John's yeah. Pizza. Uh, they are moving their headquarters to Atlanta. They're expanding into Georgia, and they plan to open a new global headquarters in Metro Atlanta next year. So Papa John's joining the corporate entities here in Atlanta, like Coca-Cola. I think Shaq had something to do with that. Probably. Home Depot, um, UPS, like... Yeah, that's Equifax. Good for jobs, too. It's, yeah. I, like, I don't know how many, like 250 jobs, yeah, I think they're like going to say. 250 more. I believe it's almost 500. Is it 500? Yeah, oh, yeah. great. Uh, so they're looking, sources tell somebody, not me. Right. Uh, I don't have sources in no. that end, but they're looking up around the Battery. Oh. They're looking in Midtown Atlanta and around Cumberland Mall, which is kind of the Battery-ish area. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. Uh, Papa John's went through some struggles. It's so funny that's, that that company just shot out of nowhere, became this huge success. And, you know, when you, you get success you can't manage, it, it's tough. And they struggled, but now there's new leadership, Shaq's involved. So Yeah, they were really big in the NFL, too, for a while. Absolutely. For absolutely. So, uh, so, hey, listen, if they're bringing jobs to Atlanta, I'm all for it. Good job for, uh, for Papa John's. Although I did have Domino's yesterday. And, KFC, solid. and a KFC bucket. Yeah, Maybe I'll have Papa true. John's tomorrow. Oh, no, tomorrow, real quick. Tomorrow I'm off because of Rosh Hashanah, Longoria. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is the Jewish New Year. Happy ones. New Year. It, no, it's not a fake one. It's a real one. Yosemites. Thank you, President Trump. He wishes me and my fellow Yosemites a Happy New Year. Uh, so I'm off tomorrow, and it's going to be word on the street filling in. 
uh, for me from 6 to 8. And I'm leaving now because Bull, Bulldog football is back here on your home of the dog. So coming up at 7, it's the Coach Kirby Smart Show. And then from 8 to 9 p.m., it's uh, Hondo Williamson and the Bulldog All-Stars. Jay Black may or may not be a Bulldog All-Star. Let's do Star of the Show. He's an All-Star, right? Are you guys yeah. ready for the Mark Aaron star of the show? Uh, we're going to give the star of the show to Randy from the digital desk for two reasons. She filled in for the slacker that is Sanjay. Get bad reception in my uh, my mountain home. Yeah. My mountain home gets bad cell reception. Uh, first world problems. It is. Uh, and it's her birthday, apparently, on Saturday. I, I don't yeah, know if she Saturday, mentioned that. Yes. Saturday is Randy's birthday, so she gets star of the show. Uh, so I'm off tomorrow night, but I'm going to be on social media. I can still do social media during Rosh Hashanah, uh, so we can continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't Preach. need no other loving baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.